what's going on youtube world we're batman well not really we're just pretending to be it but uh, welcome to a new episode of bs commentaries uh i am your host mike and of course i am joined by my amazing co-host k hart what's going on dude i am vengeance <laughs> i'm getting vengeance for having to sit through tmnt3 <laughs> Well, I will say this. Uh, this is definitely going to be a better movie than last time. So as everybody is aware, today we are doing The Batman. Robert Pattinson, uh, you know, it just came out just, what, uh, three months ago? Yeah, three months ago. Yeah, it came out three months ago, man. I mean, this movie, this, I mean, this was this was definitely a movie that everybody was excited about. Um it was just, I mean, we'll get into it a little bit later, but it was an absolute brilliant, brilliant movie that uh, DC, that the DC Marvel Universe needed. They needed to ha- have this movie. Right. You're not lying. So for everybody who is still new to the channel, if you guys want to join along with us, if you want to watch the movie and listen to us commentate it while you watch it. Uh, be sure to uh, if you have the DVD. I don't know if the D. I don't even think the DVD. No, I think I think the only thing that's come out so far has been digital. Okay, Maybe so, Blu-ray, but yeah. But uh, if you have HBO Max, uh, pull up the Batman, and when we say three, two, one, uh, go ahead and press the play button, and we will get started. But uh, I will say this: you know, K Hard uh, and I, you know, we've done a lot of really cool movies. We, we again, we just got done with the Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trilogy. We were really excited about that, except for the third movie. But this one is definitely a good one to do. And then, of course, tomorrow we're going to have a guest on here, and we're going to do Tim Burton's Batman. So two straight. So uh, kind of like making up for missing last week. We're, we're going to be doing two straight podcasts, but uh, uh, K Hart won't be a part of that one. Um, but. Uh, K-Hart here is in the process. Aren't you in the process of moving? Um, I have to get some financials situated, so not quite. But, yeah. <laughs> I there hope you go, man. Soon. All right. So, are we all set, though? We are all set. Just, yeah. Gotta hit the play button. All righty. We are at the Batman. And then, of course, uh, I'm going to go ahead. So, I just pressed. Whoops. Okay. I had to skip the. I had to skip the the ad. The ad. Did you have to skip an ad too? No, no, I didn't. Okay, so are we all all set at the uh, zero second mark? Yes, we are. All righty, and for everyone, please stay with us. This is going to be a three hour long podcast, so oh, yeah. we are all set. We are ready. K Hart in three, two, one. Here we go. Warner Brothers now. So we get so we get back to Warner Brothers. Of course, the DC Marvel Universe, or not DC Marvel Universe, just the DC Universe. Yeah. My God, like, dude, I'm getting chills already. Really? Nothing's happened yet. I know, but it's but like I mean, it's just. Oh, what's going on? What, what what's going on? Is Batman is Batman spying on people right now? See, I don't even think it's Batman who's doing who's doing this part. 
I do like I do like how they began the movie like this with it with an opera solo. Like that's that's a really big, um, that is a famous famous art uh, opera piece. Yeah. Yeah. A ninja. This one I couldn't get enough of those. <laughs> Uh, stab him! Stab him! Stab him! See that? Oh, okay. So, yeah, right there. Like that was like when I was watching this in the movie theaters. This that absolutely confused the hell out of me. Are you I mean, that, wondering why? Well, yeah, I was wondering what the hell was going on at that point, and I was just like, it was like, it it took me like about a, a couple seconds to realize, oh, that must be his kid. Yeah, By the way, is. I did find out. I did find out about this movie. This was so like the Dark Knight uh, trilogy. Uh, this bat the the Batman was filmed in Chicago. <laughs> Something about Chicago, even though ironically Gotham is closely aligned to New York City. Right. Yeah. I'm just glad Ben Affleck was not initial uh, was not part of this one because if if he would have been part well, of this, I don't think I could have watched it. Well, no, because then it would. Well, the premise was that this was this Batman was always going to be a new one, so there's no way they would have had him be a Batman two separate times. So that wouldn't have made sense. But, yeah, Rob was a really good pick. Hmm. So initially, back in 2013, uh, this movie was actually got, this the the development actually began in 2013. Um, wow! Uh, after Ben Affleck got casted as Batman, um, and he was actually signed to direct, produce, and co-write and star in this movie. That's embarrassing. You do all that just to not be in the movie. I swear to God, this the the, the the Riddler looks like something that a Jigsaw would. It looks like Jigsaw's uh, partner in crime. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know why they gave him that fit. I don't know because, like, the Riddler. It, seriously, it's the Riddler was. Yeah, the Riddler wasn't insane. He wasn't in some insane murderer. Right. Jesus! Oh God! Yeah. Jesus! Well, that was an interesting way to start the start the movie. Like, not even ten minutes in, and we got someone that's getting been killed. What even is that? You know, I, I, I have no, it looks, I don't know what the hell that is. Let me see if it says it right here. It doesn't say what kind of weapon that was. Yeah. 
when I saw it in theaters, I thought it was a hammer, but it's like the bottom doesn't. I thought I thought it was too. I I honestly thought it was a hammer as well. Man, if you kill me and it's like heavy breathing over me, I'm coming back to life. (laughs) You you no, stop it. It's like he it's like he's trying to imitate Darth Vader and he's doing just an absolute terrible job at it. <laughs> but uh Paul Dano by the way, Paul Dano was casted as uh uh the Riddler. And uh, from what I'm looking at, uh, it it wasn't Edward Nigma. His name was not Nigma. It was Edward Nashton, which doesn't really ma- it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me because you know the Riddler has always been Edward Nigma. So I don't understand why they would change the last name for all of a sudden. Some of the best lines you'll ever hear. Mm-hmm. And as we see, Robert Patson. At least he didn't sparkle when the moon, when the sunlight hit his face. (laughs) What the fuck, dude? This guy's trying to look like a. What is that even on his head? Is that like a marshmallow? I thought that was a lie. Like that looks like, like that looks like a. Parody of Marshmallow, the whatever the disc jockey yeah. name is. Yeah. Look like Joker wannabes. No, so that's the Joker's gang. Oh, is oh, is, is that which what it doesn't, is? Which doesn't make a whole lot of sense because Joker doesn't exist yet. Or actually, no, also, he does, but yeah. Also, if you remember, um, the Joker gang, it that didn't happen until Batman Beyond. If right. you remember, like Bat, yes. when Batman Beyond came, the gang was called the Jokers. Yeah, because Joe, because the Joker was already, I think, dead at that point in time. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing a TikTok video of of how Batman gets ready for the night and it was a woman just like putting on her makeup and everything. <laughs> I mean, it's not inaccurate. Oh no, it really is not inaccurate because I mean I mean, like how long does it Good god, like what I think it's funny of how like is it kind of like a movie cliche like when it's when it's raining it's just pouring down like that and it's raining yes. that hard? Yes. God, I mean it, it was such a cliche. Ha ha, you got hit by a car. That was a little bit of karma on that on that point. Bro, think he about to get packed up over some graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> the bright. <laughs> yeah. The soundtrack, of course, in this, like, like just the, the the music that they did do in this movie was actually really good. Flaw- it was absolutely flawless. Right. 
And as you can any as you can tell, that is the subway in Chicago. Like, I I, I just find it hilarious that a, another Batman movie was filmed in Chicago. So the so the Joker that's got only half, um, only got half his face painted. He's actually a Robin in a different show uh, called Titans. That's also on HBO. Oh Max. yeah, that's I forgot about that. Yeah, I I noticed it immediately. I was like, oh, there's no way. But yeah, so so he could technically be Titan in two different universes, not Titan Robin in two different universes. Mm-hmm. So that that'd be pretty. That'd be something. Because there's already going to be a second one of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they you know. they already said that there's a sequel being made. Yeah. I so my my question is if this is a if this is a, another hard Batman reset, does that mean that we're getting a different Harley Quinn or are we getting the same one? I don't know. By the way, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I I I think I'm doing it right, but. Jay, like Hergo, I think that's his name, uh, plays Titans, uh, Tim Drake in season three. Yeah. Hey, you got it. He's Batman. <laughs> my, my, my thing he is, just, you, you saw the leader get his ass whooped. So why are all y'all Go and try and circle around like something mm-hmm. about to happen. I don't understand that. Like they get maybe a couple hits in tops, and that's all. Exactly. Fine. I mean, and first of all, like he just like like Robert Pattinson beat the shit out of that leader. Yeah. How do you have now dexterity to still fire a gun after being while being stunned? <laughs> That's what I. That was one of. I actually laughed in the movie when I saw that. Like I thought it was funny that he had a taser in his in his hand. Right. But um, so the, the really the premise of this is like Batman is just now starting out as Batman, but uh, from what he said in the beginning, uh, he's been two years into Batman. I, I think that's what I think that's what he no, said. No, no, I think that's it. what he said. Yeah, so I, I, I'm not sure if Batman Begins did the same thing where it was like the the, the early years. I don't recall. Wait a minute, um, you you say don't hurt me, but yet you you just saw him beat up the guys who were hurting you. Yeah. Now, by the way, I was actually going to. I'm not going to lie. I was actually shocked that. Um, I was actually shocked that I saw uh, Jeffrey Wright playing James Gordon. Why were you shocked? I I, I didn't expect. To, I didn't know who was actually going to play him because I don't think they announced it. I think it was a surprise. Yeah, that's what that's what I was. I, that's why I was so surprised. I didn't. I did not see Jeffrey Wright actually uh, as the guy to play J, uh, James Gordon. And for people wondering who are listening to this, it had nothing to do with the fact that Jeffrey Wright is African American. That's not what I mean. 
I, I want to get that out right there. That had nothing to do with it. I just didn't think that Jeffrey Wright was actually going to be the actor that played him. Because I'm pretty sure that's what people are thinking. Like when I said that. I just wanted to make sure I got that out of there. Did he just call him a freak? Yes. Yeah, he, he that gets thrown around a lot. By the way, for people who don't know, uh, Jeffrey Wright, um, absolute brilliant actor. By the way, yeah. um, he's been in he's been in the uh, the Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and No Time to Die James Bond movies. And I love him. I I think Jay, I think Jeffrey Wright is actually a great actor. Right. I, if I'm quiet in this segment, is in this part of the movie, is because this is just some of the coldest detective work that we get. Batman mm-hmm. on cinema because because we don't really get the detective side in the movie in the older movies like it's just all fight scenes and car chases we we mm-hmm. hardly ever get detective work. Yeah, like you said, you know, like listening to the detective work, I mean, it, it I actually like that part because really like uh, in the Dark Knight series, we really did not get that detective side of it, except for I want to say one scene in the Dark I Knight. Think it, I think it was when he figured out that um, there were two separate bombs that were going to go off at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so he had to choose between either Harvey or uh, the chick, Rachel. Who yeah, I forget her name. Yeah, Rachel. I was about to say Mary Jane, but you know who I meant. <laughs> Mary Jane. <laughs> Did Spider Man's girlfriend move to Gotham? Yeah. They lie. Or, excuse me, he lies still. Excuse me. He lies still. I actually I actually answered the, the riddle inside the movie theater like I was whispering it because I... You're a douche. I don't think that... Oh God, who the hell was that? Uh, um, who the hell was this guy? Um, shit. Uh, yeah, there we go. Um, uh, Pete Savage. I think that's... Uh, isn't he that's commissioner? A that's a hell of a name, Pete Savage. Or no, wait, wait, wait. No, I think this is a William Kenzie. I think he was a corrupt cop in this one. All right. Corrupt cop. Art imitates life, I guess. Hmm.
but it happens. Yeah, honestly, when I first, when I when I was watching this movie in the theaters, I had to pay, I had to make sure I paid attention. I didn't want to miss one little detail about this movie, yeah. and <laughs> I just noticed Batman's got a collar. He's got a he's got a big collar Has with to. a cape. He has to. Mm. Oh, and here it is, Nirvana's song. I love that that was the theme of this movie. Like, it gives me chills knowing that Nirvana, uh, that, uh, what is it, Smells Like Spirit? No, not Smells Like Spirit, uh, uh, Teen Spirit, damn it. Um. Such a good song. Oh my god. It, it one of my all time favorite Nirvana songs. Something in the way, by the way. Sorry. I, I can't believe I couldn't forget I couldn't remember the song title, but yeah, something in the way by Nirvana. Um Man, I wish Kurt Cobain would never have died because he was such a brilliant musician. I, I, there it is. There's that bridge that uh, Batman in the Dark Knight jumped over the bridge and uh, uh, Batman begins. Seriously, like, like it, I, I know I keep uh, harping on this, but what is it about Chicago what is it about the city of Chicago that screams Batman? Uh, there's a couple things. You think? It's a, I mean, it's a, it's a gritty area. You know, and you want grit when you have Batman around. I also, you know, uh, Chicago is known for, you know, rampant crime as well. <laughs> so it, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> I think the two cities that really that is known for rampant crime, you know, that's not not like big big cities, but just like big cities and self is Chicago and Detroit. Oh yeah, Detroit is crazy. Okay, why okay, is this I, a thing yet? How is it I, not real? Yeah, like how is that? Like seriously, I love how movies can make technology like this come to life, but we can't. Do it for real. Like, yeah, what? like, seriously, like, what the fuck? In the way. And they let and they let this play on for a while, too. Mm-hmm. Background, which was which kind of surprised me a little bit. Yeah. Because you know, songs and movies usually don't last that long, but this one lasts. Yeah, for they a good they made three, four they minutes. made Nirvana's song go on for a good few. They almost, I think, they almost played the whole song. Yeah, and uh, so again, about about the little like the the eye contact in Batman's eye, like that actually confused me about this because Batman never really had technology like that. Like he never had something like that that went into his eyes. 
while he was uh, fighting crime. So that was the kind of like the surprise technology in this movie uh, for Batman. I don't think, well, because so remember in those movies and even the cartoons, he never really does detective work. It's kind of already, the answer is kind of usually right in front of him. So yeah. He doesn't have to go looking for it. So, Andy Serkis uh, for playing Alfred, of course. Man, pick a universe and stay in it. <laughs> At least don't die in this one, too. And as we know, uh, Circus is very well known for playing uh, Caesar in the Planet of the Apes reboot. Uh, reboot, excuse me. And of course, uh, you know he uh, he was in Venom. Uh, Let there be carnage. What other movies was he in? He was in Black Panther too. Oh, what? Oh, sh- you know what? I'm. That's where you he know died. <laughs> oh, real quickly. Yeah. Oh, dude, spoiler! I've actually never seen Black Panther. I thought you've seen it already. You haven't. Wow. Anyway. I actually I watched it and I felt and I fell asleep. So I need to finish watching it. He wasn't okay. He wasn't like a prime time player in the movie. Like let's. Oh okay on. okay I see. Yeah. He was more supporting cast if anything. So like his death was not a big deal. Hmm. By the way, he played Baloo in Mowgli: Legend of the Jungle, which oh you mean I, the live action? Hmm. Okay. I didn't think that was a great movie, by the way. I didn't. I did not think that was actually a really good Jungle Book movie. Wow, nobody likes the live action movies. Well, I mean, you just can't. You just can't compare to the to the animation of like you know Walt Disney with the original Jungle Book. I mean, I, well, I, I, it's hard. Well, then why not just give us um, updated graphics or visuals instead of mm-hmm. live action? Do that. That makes more sense. That makes way more sense. Mm-hmm. But what do I know? <laughs> what do I know? I can actually. Is 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 someone using the dryer in your place? Yes, I thought. Yeah, I'm trying to move around <laughs> to find a better spot. But that motherfucker's loud. I'm trying my best. Let me see if I can close the door right quick. You know, the the thing about that I have about Robert Patson, you know, where actually I, I don't I don't have an issue with Robert Patson, but everybody just had such a dude, look at that house, by the way. That didn't look that did not look like a house. That looks like an ancient castle in England. Holy shit. I didn't notice. I, how the hell did I not notice it the first time? But um, for everybody who doesn't know, um, really, uh, Robert Patson got his big beginning in uh, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, where he played uh, Cedric Diggory. And of, course, every, and, of course, everybody knows Robert Patson as Edward Cullen in the Twilight series. Yes. Yes, we do. <sighs> I don't. Hey, that was like, a career-defining movie or, or franchise. Well, yeah, of course. Well, of course it was. Yeah, that was definitely uh, career-defining. That's what really put Patson on the map. Yeah. Um, I think. I think another thing about um, 
I think another thing about uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Twilight was Taylor Lautner. He even got his start in that, of course, but his career just did not take off like Patson's did because um, it was a movie that he did. How was it? Um, hang on a second. Uh, I'm thinking of a movie, but I know it's not the movie you're talking. Abduction. About. He played in. He played in an action thriller called Abduction, and it was just a box. Out. It was not a good. It was really not a good movie. And they were supposed to. It was supposed to be like a James Bond type of feel to it, huh. but they. Ju- but uh, apparently, just it, there was just mixed reviews, and there was just not enough reviews to really get the movie the movie franchise going and that's where um his career started taking a downfall and if you remember he played in grown-ups 2 i don't remember that actually i gotta go watch that. oh dude I-, I i will say this that was one of the most cringe worthy movies that he has ever been in because he plays a stupid jock um frat boy i mean it was it was terrible this movie uh had a budget and i (laughs) i love what they by the way i ooh, that's uh that's a really gruesome uh keychain by the way (laughs) um so i love what wikipedia says so the budget was between 185 and 200 million dollars it doesn't give an exact budget which is which is absolutely hilarious um budget budget was way more (laughs) (laughs) yeah i thought so too um and of course uh the the box office it made uh 764 and a half million dollars which i was really surprised it did not make over like over a billion dollars though did your theater sell out when this movie came out so this is something that i had an issue with so i when i watched this movie i watched it at 11 o'clock at night and oh, there was man. probably about 10 people in the it's theaters. And it was on a Friday. It was on a Friday. Uh, the one thing about this movie that created... So this movie had one little bit... So there was two little bits of controversy behind this movie. Um, and I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at it right now on Wikipedia. And it, it was uh, class and conflict and, and inequality. And uh, the the depiction of Batman, someone said that uh, that the previous Batman films tend to reflect right wing themes, which I think is stupid. I, I like I didn't even pay attention to that at all. And I thought and I thought that was the stupidest thing is that like, uh, what was it? Critics they they turned a good mo- they decided to criticize a good movie and just turn it into some political bullshit and i and i hate that because why because why comment on a great movie like this why turn it into something so stupid yours and mine <laughs> that shit was cold Are you kidding me right <laughs> yours and mine <laughs> Colin Farrell by the way playing uh the penguin by in this movie Could you imagine actually walking, being in that club, and and you're dancing? All of a sudden, you look over, like, 
hey, look, it's Batman. Well, I don't even think Batman was well known yet to the public eye. Really? Oh, yeah, um, because they called him. So. They called him a mask vigilante in the news. Yeah. They didn't really refer to him uh, as Batman. And that's how it always is. That's how it's supposed to be. Dude, point, Jesus. Point. Oh, yeah. Dude, that hurt. That hurt me. I'm not going to lie. I did not know Colin Farrell was actually the Penguin until I saw the cast and crew. Because <laughs> because they did, they did a good job with his makeup. Right. So depending on what iteration of Batman you watch and read, uh, Bruce Wayne and Oswald Cobblepot are actually friends, depending upon which which uh, mm -hmm. you look into. Which is I mean, interesting. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I like that actually. I like that you know. Th there's of course there's different different depictions and everything and. Yeah. In some of the DC universes, you know, like you said, Batman and uh, Oswald are are good friends. Yeah. Zoe, Zoe, Zoe. <laughs> Zoe Kravitz. Love it. And as you know, the daughter of Lenny Kravitz. Do you really want to start? Do you really want to deal drugs in front of Batman? I mean, unless he's ready to take the whole place down, that's not what he's after. <laughs> Woo! Jesus, damn. I like the I like that uh, Robert Pattinson didn't do like a real serious voice like in the uh, the Dark Knight trilogy that uh, what's his face uh, what's his face did with Batman. He just he just did a normal type of voice. I think you're, I am actually getting your audio. You're about ahead of me about five seconds. Well, we're still in the same place. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're still in the same place. I mean, it doesn't matter really. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, one of the, one of the big things about this Batman movie that is, um, Patson did not try to do, um, he didn't try to do what the Christian Nolan Batman did. And it was, you know, try to put that type of, gritty type of voice like what christian bale tried to do he didn't try to do that that gritty voice he didn't try to put feeling into it he just he just spoke in his normal tone of voice he didn't try to disguise his voice which i don't yeah i don't think the heavy voice was needed mm -mm. which i preferred that batman uses his normal voice because in every adaptation that i've seen of batman he does not try to he doesn't disguise his voice no i mean 
uh, Christian Nolan, for God's sakes. I mean, it, like, you know, the in in uh, in Batman Begins, he kind of had a little bit. He tried to disguise his voice a little bit by just, you know, sounding a little raspy, which I didn't mind. But then in Dark Knight and then the Dark Knight Rises, it just sounded like he had throat cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I don't it's know. fucking true. I don't know, I don't know um, what you get out of making your voice sound like that. I don't. I don't understand. Oh, um, so there's a there's a spoof of the interrogation scene on YouTube, and the guy who is playing the Joker, he's talking with Batman. He's he's like, "Oh, you want to kill me?" And he's trying hard. He says he can't understand him, and there was a deleted scene of it. He's like, "Okay, that's not a normal voice. That is either the voice of someone who has either smoked a fuckload of cigarettes or just never learned to talk." <laughs> I gotta. I actually gotta send you that link. <laughs> I can't wait for that. <laughs> Man, I will say this: I was about to go. I was actually going on a date this Saturday, but I uh, had to cancel because my date got a concussion. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. She's an in-home. She's an in-home care assistant, and I guess one of her clients. Um. Uh, took a swing at her and she and you know she <laughs> oh shit <laughs> look at them silk white panties seriously women don't wear those no more <laughs> this is how you said it they don't work <laughs> You gotta say it like that, man. We have female listeners. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna hate me. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. A little bit. Uh, no, I was not trying to insult anybody, ladies. I, I assure you. Yeah, so this is definitely Chicago. I, I recognize this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's. Yep, there mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, like everybody notices that uh, that part of Chicago is uh, that little uh, underpass. I believe it's where the L train goes. Yeah, that is where the L train goes. So um, one thing about the Batman universe that I like. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it, the uh, Batman Hush. Yes, seen it. Okay, so that was one of my favorite um, animated Batman movies because it showed uh, Batman, or showed, of course, uh, Bruce Wayne revealing his identity to Selena Kyle. And honestly, I loved, you know, I feel like Selena Kyle and uh, Bruce Wayne are just the two best couple, is actually the best couple in the Batman universe. I can see that. I mean, I think everybody could. Mm. <laughs> Just snuck right up on her. <laughs> so the only thing I don't like about her costume is the headgear. It doesn't. Yeah, it's sense. it's just half a ski mask, really. It's, it's, yeah. It's either wear it or don't. Like it just doesn't. It just doesn't look good. 
All right. So here is a great uh, question for you. So who was your favorite Catwoman of all time? Because there has been. I don't think I have one, to be honest. <laughs> um, I will say this. I don't mean to I don't mean to say put any I'm not saying any hatred on it, but uh, the Halle Berry Catwoman definitely is not my favorite. I, I, I just didn't like that movie per se. I think it's but the she, costume that doesn't. Mm-hmm. I did like Anne Hathaway, though. I liked her in The Dark Knight Rises. I barely remember that one. I know Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer, of course, in Batman Returns. Uh, Julie Newmar, though, actually was a really good one. And, of course, Eartha Kitt. She actually played uh, one of the Catwomen. Facts. But I did like Zoe in this one. I, I need to give Zoe the credit. She was a she was a perfect pick for this version of Catwoman. My my only yeah, like I said, the only thing I have I, the only thing I have with her is the the headsets. Like why? It doesn't look, <laughs> it just doesn't look good. No, like like I said, I mean it, it was it was practically half a ski mask. Exactly. So I was like, I don't, I didn't, I didn't understand like what you, what you can see. Like you still showing mm-hmm. your eye, like you, you're not really protecting your nose, and it's not a true mask. So yeah. There was actually some criticism, by the way, to uh, uh, the per- the portrayal of Zoe uh, Kravitz as Catwoman in this, uh, due to uh, like some of the lines that she said. But again, that was just that. Again, it was it was stupid people just wanting to criticize for no good apparent reason. And it was, and again, like I said, I don't understand how people could criticize this movie. Um, Especially when they have no movie criticism, uh, you know, they they don't have experience when it comes to criticizing movies or critiquing movies. Um, if you don't have any experiences in movie cr- critiquing, then don't give your take on it. But if you are like me and Khard, who have a really great understanding of the superhero, like the DC and the Marvel universe and we watch this movie, then that we are definitely, we don't have any movie critiquing experiences, by the way. No. But we were able to give good critiques on movies that we do watch. Okay, that's some saw shit right there. That is something that, that is Jigsaw, right? That's why I'm saying that he's just like, I think he's Jigsaw's apprentice. (laughs) Dude, his his voice his, cre- his voice really creeped me out. It's the mask. It really is, yeah. Yeah, he, he's giving like Hannibal Lecter vibes with his mask, but yeah. Also, what the fuck kind of phone are you using? That's not even an iPhone he's using. That camera's horrible. Bro, using a Nokia. <laughs> using a Nokia. <laughs> that shitty ass camera, boy. No, no, no. Let's go back to the volcano vibes. He's using a Motorola. He's using a Motorola, yeah. <laughs> but no, getting back to what I, what I was saying, um, 
so again, uh, what what I was talking about is people critiquing it. It was um, people who were more involved in politics. Like, uh, like I, I know Ben Shapiro, he criticized this movie. And first of all, Ben Shapiro is a little bitch. Ben, I will put that out right now. Ben Shapiro is a little bitch. And like I said, like people who cr critique movies like that, they do not need to open their mouth and critique movies, especially when they give dumb critiques. Dude, Zoe's got some talons on her fingers. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got a lot of cats. <laughs> That's because she's fucking Catwoman, dude. Yeah. Well, shit, I think these are her early years as Catwoman, too. I think, That's I think so, too. I think That's what they were going for in this movie is that this is just... These are the early years of these... Uh, you know, anti-heroes slash superheroes. So out of all the Batman movies, by the way, out of all the Batman yeah. movies that have come out, I mean, where does this rank with you? Where does it like oh, where does this rank? So that's that's a two-layer question. Are we talking about all together or are we talking about live action only? So I so I want to go ahead and say so let me go ahead, let me go ahead and point this out. So let's leave animated for another day. Okay. So let's let's just do live action because I I think or actually let me let me get your take on this one you go ahead and talk about live action real quick and, and so where this ranks with you for live action this would be this is going to be my number two um the reason why number two is because i think it does everything so well except for the villain the villain doesn't really do it for me mm. um, and we're gonna see why in a minute and i'll obviously bring it back but um, the <laughs> villain just doesn't really do it for me um, I've never really, whether it's animated or live action, I've just never really enjoyed the regular. It's just not me. There's a whole role to the Aubrey and villains to use, and like the regular just doesn't do it for me. So number one is obviously going to be uh, the Dark Knight. Um, that movie's hard to beat. And you I, know what? I think this movie comes very close. Very, very so close. I agree with you 100%. Um, you're absolutely right with the with the with the with the villain in this one. Like I said, it you you're absolutely right. The Riddler just doesn't do it for me. And that was the only issue that I had with this movie because if whenever people think of the Riddler, they don't think of a homicidal maniac like they like he was portrayed in this. The Riddler is not supposed to be homicidal. He's he's just he's an intellectual who tries to outwit Batman with very easy riddles. And again, it, you're you're absolutely right. When it when it when it comes to live action, uh, the Dark Knight is number one because it was Heath Ledger that really defined the role of the Joker. Right, and we haven't had a good Joker since. May he rest in peace, oh, obviously. Yeah. Never had a good one since. So. Man. 
honestly, I would have rather them gone with the two prong villain for this movie. You know, give us a Harvey Dent and a Poison Ivy. You know, something like mm. that. You know, give us give us some different matchups. I like that. I you know what you I know, like the, that. So if if we're talking about Joker, by the way, where yeah. so. I'm going to go ahead and put this out there because I think I'm actually, I think most of the Batman fans in the DC uh, slash Marvel fan fan base would agree with me, but I think Jared Leto was the worst Joker of all fucking time. (laughs) Because the, the problem that I had with the suicide, first of all, I've, in my opinion, I felt like the suicide squad was a waste of two hours of me. I, I mean, I, I didn't think it was a, you know, just like a terrible movie, but I just didn't really get into it as a lot of people were getting into it. But um, I think the main issue with Suicide Squad is it's just like once they lost the Joker or, or they ran into Joker, it just took a really bizarre turn. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that's what happens because it's not a bad movie. It's not a poorly produced movie. With like no, no, I mean, I'm not saying that at all. Bad acting. No, I know you're not saying that, but what I mean is something just took a weird turn. And every time I watch it, I can pinpoint the exact moment where the movie takes this really awkward turn and it just never recovers because it's not mm-hmm. a bad movie. Like I said, it's like it's a real. It's a. I enjoyed the movie. Like I watch. I watch it with you if you if that's something you were into, but. Um, it's not well, no, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, if you want to do a movie commentary on on Suicide Squad, I'll gladly do it. I don't mind. So another pro- so this is a big so when I first saw the Joker in Suicide Squad, because I was I'm, I'm not going to lie when when it was announced that Suicide Squad was getting made, I was actually a little excited. I was very excited. But then when yeah, the screenshot of Joker with tattoos, grills and the just the way that Leto did the acting is horrible because like first again I, I can't take a joker seriously when he looks like basically a crazy version of Freddie Mercury right without the mustache right. <laughs> so i never understood why why either him or Harley Quinn got tattooed never understood that because I feel like I feel like that's the thing nowadays. That's the thing nowadays is, um, is that if you're a criminal, you you have to have you have to have tattoos, and you, you I'm gonna be honest with you. You see a lot of you see a lot of it nowadays, especially in like cop shows. Like if you have a gangbanger, he's completely tatted up, right? And 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 they, they and I don't like that one bit because. First of all, you don't have to have tattoos to be a criminal at all. But um I I so uh I think so if I'm going to rank uh by the way the two worst people to ever play the Joker, it was Jared Leto and Zach Galifianakis. Because if, if you remember, Zach Galifianakis played uh, the Joker in the Lego remember. Batman movie. Oh, I'm like, I don't remember that at all. Okay, nah, mm-hmm. okay. yeah. But if we're but if we're ranking, I will say this: if we're gonna rank the top three Jokers, it's Heath Ledger at number one, Mark Hamill at number two, and Jack Nicholson. 
Jack Nicholson actually predates me as a Joker, so I have yet to see that. I've seen clips here and there and pictures, but I've yet to see the actual movie. It's a good movie. I mean, uh, he plays... I mean, really, uh, Nicholson plays like a homicidal... Like, he plays like... Kind of like what Mark Hamill plays. He plays a homicidal maniac, but he's also funny. Right. Them some corrupt people, man. I feel like I'm not gonna lie. I feel like this is a great depiction of govern of, of like our entire government. <laughs> I don't tr I don't trust them at all. They're all corrupt, in my opinion. <laughs> The rat. Yep, that's the de that's definitely a way to get a man talking. <laughs> Us as men are weak when it comes to that. <laughs> Be honest. If a woman's touching you right there, you start you start gabbing. Oh, yeah, you're folding, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, really, Zoe? You had to do that? It, like, he gave you specific orders. But she's a rebel. She's a rebel. <laughs> oh shit! It's fucking Cal It's fucking Carmo or uh, Carmen Falcone. John Tur uh John Tur uh Turo uh playing uh Cal or Carmone yeah. or Falcone. God damn it, how the hell did I keep getting yeah, so it's, it's Carmine Falcone? Carmine, Carmine Falcone, is a there very we go. Old name, a very old guy name. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie, uh Turturro, I was really surprised uh played uh uh played in this role because I mean it, it just wasn't something that he was that's not something he's known for. Like that's not something he's known for is playing a gangster like uh Carmen Falcone. He's known for playing like goofy roles like in uh Adam Sandler movies. True, true. The first movie I ever saw him in was Anger Management. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope uh, I'll see you around like that is that is oh. that's that's like the the awkward high school type of thing like that's when yeah. I was in high school I'm trying to talk to a girl and I get like two words out and she walks away and about when she's like 100 feet away I'll be like oh, good talking to you right. 
No, you're dead. Oh, this is like that is so creepy, honestly. Like when you see someone like rising in the back of <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's getting folded in the car like that. Mm-hmm. I never understood the tape and everything. I never like that's something I never understood about the, the, the duct tape. Yeah, I never under really understood what what the what the point of it was. So he can't talk and he can't move. Hmm. So I just found out what that what that uh weapon was that he uses to uh yeah, to kill, to kill the, the man. Yeah, it was a carpet scraper. Ah. Uh, that makes sense. Mhm. There was a deleted scene that um I think HBO Max uh both tweeted about and posted on YouTube, but it was an interaction that Batman had with the Joker. And oh yeah, nah. See, I when I when I first saw that, I was just like, "Why is Joker a part of the, like? Why is that a deleted scene?" I'm glad that they took it out of the movie because it because I I I felt like that you know it, it just didn't make a lot of sense at the point at that point in time. Nah, I, nah, and they should have kept it out. You know, let the, let the Riddler for as shitty as he is as a villain, let him have his his day in the sun. Mm-hmm. Then go about your business. I feel like the Joker will be in the next uh, Batman movie oh, no, on this no one. Doubt. No doubt, yeah. And then so, probably number three, probably. <laughs> so there was actually a spinoff series uh, that was supposed to, that HBO Max was supposed to do um, after this movie, but it was canceled, and it was supposed to just be about the the Gotham City Police Department. That's not interesting, though. No, see, that's that's a that's a good. Uh, no, that's. I'm, I'm glad they canceled it because no one really gives a shit about the Gotham PD. Beyond Gordon, and maybe Bar- well, Barbara doesn't become until way after. But like, nobody cares about the DCPD that much. <laughs> no, they don't. So, cool. But um, there is a spinoff series uh, that's going to be focused on focusing on the Penguin, and little Pengu. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's an untitled Arkham Arkham series. So uh, I'm looking at it, and it says, uh, when revealing that the GCPD spinoff series was not moving forward, uh, Reeves explained that it had led to work on a new idea based on Arkham Asylum. So that might actually be a that actually might be an interesting that's that's some heat right there yeah that might actually be a very interesting show i might have to if it if it gets put into production and it and it gets released i might have to check it out sure is wonder who's in it wonder who we'll have in there for that one mm-hmm. let's see we know they'll have the riddle and joker Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, j- just have the usual suspects. Just, that's all you gotta do. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking up a lot of uh, the uh, actors and actresses who have played Batman villains, and uh, 
I'm looking up another one real quickly. So um, it looks like in oh, I didn't know this, but in Lego Batman, Robert Paulson played the Riddler. Huh, interesting. But really, there hasn't been a lot of actors who have played um, who have played uh, Batman in a live action movie. And of course, everybody knows the the first real adaptation in uh, a live action film that you know the Riddler got a, a chance to to play was, of course, Jim Carrey playing the Riddler. And uh, I don't I don't know if you know this, K Hart, but uh, Tommy Lee Jones, who played in Batman Forever, uh, he said he hated, he hated. Uh, now this is stupid right here. This actually pissed me off about the movie because there's there's people who are actually supporting the Riddler that really bugged me because I can't because I feel like there are people out there who would support somebody like that. Probably, yeah, that's it, usually it, how it works. And it's and it's just sickening to to think that there are people out there who would support uh, uh basically a homicidal maniac. But um, like I was saying, um, uh, Tommy Lee Jones said he hated he hated working with Jim Carrey <laughs> in Batman Forever because he probably because he, he probably don't take nothing serious. Jim Carrey. Mm -mm. No, I mean from what from what I have read, yeah, he did not. Great outfit, by the way, to wear to a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, holy shit! I just I just realized we are an hour into this movie. Oh yeah, this movie goes pretty quickly. Yeah, like after, I, after the train scene, it goes by pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice hat by the or or is that a bow? That's a bow, I think. It's not a hat, but it's on like the front of her head, not the top of it. By the way, I forgot to wish you a happy May 4th. Happy Star Wars yeah, Day. Yeah, may the 4th be with you. Yeah. May the 4th be with you too. I had actually if if we weren't actually doing this podcast, I would have actually been watching all nine Star Wars movies. All nine? I I've I've done so I have done that twice in my life. I've actually done that twice in my life. Well, um, kind of, well first of all, how? Because those movies just came out. So how? But yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, thankfully Disney Plus has them all. Um, but you know, um, you, I want to say you you need to start. You have to start at about between five and six o'clock in the morning, and you should and you I think you should finish all the movies by um by around 11 o'clock at night and that's with and that's with taking bathroom breaks too <laughs> i've only now see pre pre disney plus i've only seen the first six all in one season hmm. that was back when it was on the uh, a dvd collection set 
that my dad has. Oh, there you go. There you go. But I've never seen all nine in a row. So I like this comparison right now. Um, uh, they were they were writing about the Riddler on uh, Wikipedia, and they said that uh, the likeness the the liken to the Riddler is to the Zodiac Killer, which I actually like that comparison. I really do like that comparison. That's actually a really good comparison to make. But again, I, like like we've said so far in this podcast, the Riddler was just not the best villain to start out with. They should have started out because there was something. I mean, Two Face could have been in this. The like you said, I mean, the Penguin's already in this, but it's just again, the Riddler is just not a real supervillain. Yeah, the Riddler is more to me is a B roll type villain, where like whatever he's doing is in the background, and you just happen to wrap that up while mm-hmm. you're doing other stuff, like you know. Because um, in the animated, in the animated. Uh, in the animated series with uh, Kevin Conroy, um, the Riddler had three episodes. And here's the and also here's the funny thing is um, in the in the next in the next uh, series, the one where it got a little darker, um, he did not even I think he had one line. He had one line in the entire series, but he was seen a couple times in the series, but never had a line except for once. (laughs) Oh, and there he is. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's property damage. Mm-hmm. Not to mention it's really blasphemous to drive in. First of all, that is just rude as hell. You you drive right into the church and ruin the funeral. That's a little right. blasphemous to me. Is it just me or does Robert Patson like look really pale in this movie? I think it's the lighting. I, I think so too. I, I, I th- Jesus Christ. <laughs> Seriously, like it's so hilarious how um because I'm making because I'm making comparisons um to jigsaw because of the way that some of these contraptions that are made for the from the riddler is that the capital that looked like a capital building actually that didn't look like a church that that was a capital building jesus christ like what the hell that might that might have been the same building from the beginning i think they just took the graffiti Mm, oh oh yeah yeah it was yeah. i so it's not a church it was it was just a capital it was building. A capital building yeah i think that's the commissioner right there right. 
And if so, that's Alex Ferns that's playing uh, uh, P- Pete Savage, the Gotham City Police Department commissioner. God, like I said, the soundtrack in these, like, I love, I'm not going to lie. I love it when I hear movies that have orchestral type of soundtracks. It, it Because what the, what the music does in that situation when you have, you don't have any like actual songs with lyrics. You just have an orchestral music is I feel like the movie makes you feel it makes you feel what's going on in that movie. And um, I know you, I know you don't like me to do it, but a really good movie that I, that uh, I've, I've already done that. I've, I've talked about the music that makes you feel is of course the, the movie that you don't like. I'm not going to name it. <laughs> um. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never forget. Oh, so real quickly, um, I, uh, I just, I was thinking of doing like once every two months, we do a, a like a terrible movie, like a box office bomb movie. And okay. so, and please do not get annoyed when I tell you this, okay? Um, because I, I, I saw it on Instagram today. But one movie that I have watched that I thought was perhaps one of the worst fucking movies I've ever watched was a movie. It was a 1980 movie called Raise the Titanic. But again, please don't get frustrated. No, please don't get frustrated because I don't even like it. I don't even like it because it, it was, it was a, such a garbage movie. And it was a terrible, terrible premise. That doesn't even make sense. What? Rise in time. That doesn't even sound right. And then in the movie, there was, I think, a 100-foot like model of it, of, of like the Titanic. And I guess it was in uh, complete working order. Jesus Christ. Look at this man going live on fucking uh, Instagram. Yeah. Jesus, fuck, dude! That that mask makes him sound creepy as fuck. Yeah. Like I said, Hannibal Lecter. Like I said, I'm trying to figure out where they got the concept of the Riddler mask from. Like, I'm I'm trying to figure out like because he like, doesn't wear a mask. Yeah, because and, does, and, I, and I think okay. and I think you're absolutely right with the Hannibal Lecter reference yeah. because I think because it because it really does almost look like a Hannibal Lecter that that mask that Hannibal Lecter wore. So I want to say that that maybe that could have come into come into play when it came into designing the costume. <laughs> Batman it, like he's just staying so calm. You are 
I think it's hilarious of like when people are facing their own mortality in movies like this. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, when they're about to die, just everything starts coming out. Everything just starts coming out. And I just I, I think it's hilarious. Oh, he's got 30 seconds on that clock. Shit. Now, first of all, I don't understand how he like how he survived a blast like that. Unless the unless the blast was just like intended just to take his head off. It was. Hmm. Really, you're gonna point a gun at Batman? You're you're really? Come on. I love the design of the mask, by the way, that uh, that they had in this one because it's all leather. Right. This is one of the best scenes in the movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, what kills me is that the whole fucking Gotham PD is against Batman, and the only one on his side is James. Good. You know, because the whole damn because. I'm I'm pretty sure it's the entire Batman universe, but isn't the entire Gotham almost the entire Gotham PD like one of the most just like entirely corrupt? No, not entirely. Not not all of it. Like parts of it, yeah, but not all. Yeah, that's inaccurate. But no, you're absolutely right that this this is definitely one of the best scenes in the movie. <laughs> what 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 I think is so hilarious about this is that nobody removed the mask. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> And you and all of you are dumb enough to walk out. <laughs> I will say this about James Gordon. It doesn't matter what universe um, James Gordon is portrayed. He really is um, the most underrated hero of the Batman universe.
<laughs> Another thing that I just noticed about uh, Jeffrey Wright is that uh, he got the he has the James Gordon mustache. That's what I love right. about Jeffrey Wright about this movie is that he did a fabulous job, an absolute fabulous job at portraying uh, James Gordon. Because, as you know, there's always been a lot of really good portrayals of Jim of of, of uh, Jim Gordon, but. Really, there hasn't like um, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman was the last one that played Jim Gordon in a live action movie, and he did a really good job of it. Um, but I want to say, if I'm gonna, if I'm ranking Jim Gordon's like live action, th- Jeffrey Wright actually nailed it. He really did the best job. This really? How the, like, first of all, how the hell did they get up the stairs that quickly? And of course, this is where he doesn't have. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what he thought he was grabbing for. <laughs> Now that was something that I did not expect uh, of this movie was him to have a flight suit. I did not expect that. Uh oh. Uh oh. No. No. Oh. 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 Gee. Ow. 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 This was when Batman wasn't smooth yet. Fuck. And what kills me is that he has no armor on, like a normal man would have died. Right. And just limps it off. You know why he limps it off, right? Yeah. Movie magic. Yeah. <laughs> so I found this hilarious, but um, just like the uh, uh, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, um, Jim Gordon here beca- uh, begins as a lieutenant. Right. And I think I, I I love that. I love that they're they're because like you said, they're they're going off like the beginning, like like right. the early beginnings of Batman. And I I don't know. I mean I just cannot wait for this sequel. Right. And I just hope they don't make us wait too long. Why is it always raining? I, I just don't understand it. Why is it always raining? It's such a cliche. It's Gotham. It has to rain. <laughs> so are you telling me that Gotham gets more rain than Washington State? Yes, yes it does. That's, that's You know what I've, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. You know what I, I would have found absolutely hilarious about this movie if what kind of car they would have used? I would have laughed my ass off if the villains used Teslas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing bad things for the world, but my car is good for the world. <laughs> That would have just like I want to see that. I want to see a super villain driving, having their guys drive to Tesla. 
So I believe someone is actually watching this podcast right now. I don't know if she is watching it right now, but uh, I just want to say hey to uh, my girl, Heather, and I hope you're doing all right with that concussion. Okay. Shout out to Heather. <laughs> God, I, again, there's that stupid fucking mask. <sighs> you know, now that I now that I just saw it for the second time, it's actually starting to annoy me now. And you're absolutely right. That is the worst thing that they could have done with that costume. Yeah, just just because. Okay, so most of the time she doesn't even have a helmet on. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's just her. Yeah, smart move, Jim. The county and the state does not pay for your car. They will not bulletproof your car. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and real quickly the batmobile here is just a friggin ford mustang right and i'm not gonna lie so they could not have chosen the worst possible make and model for a car for the batmobile i'm sorry but a ford mustang is not intimidating at all to me <laughs> when he stopped it looked like he got he couldn't do the he couldn't do the clutch <laughs> but it's souped up though really good though gotta give him props for that you know I'm not gonna lie it really is it really is a nice souped up Ford Mustang but I'm not gonna lie if I wanna say like a Corvette maybe a Corvette is a little bit better model to really soup up but uh, you know i mean or or a dodge uh what is it a dodge uh oh, god damn it i'm trying to think of it a dodge charger i feel like a dodge charger could have really been a good uh, no a dodge challenger excuse me a dodge challenger because that's a really good muscle car Another another one of my favorite scenes in this is just this car chase. They did the they did the car chase really well. Also, shout out shout out to the stunt drivers, by the way. Really shout out to the stunt drivers because do you know how difficult it really is to drive in that kind of weather? Yeah, it's very difficult. 
And the gunfire and the slippery terrain. Ah, oh, very dangerous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who's the chicken? Who's the chicken? The back end of that Ford, though, is really badass. I'm not going to lie. With, yeah, with the. Kind of reminds me of the original Batmobile with the, uh, the mm -hmm. jet at the back. Mm -hmm. I think that's a Maserati that the Penguin's driving, by the way. Are you trying to escape in a Maserati? Oh, yeah, that's not. <laughs> that ain't it. If anybody thinks that a Maserati is a good car to drive anymore, you're absolutely wrong. I can only imagine the adrenaline that you could that you would actually have um, while you while you are driving that fast. <laughs> <laughs> real quickly if you think you can escape batman you just can't it's it's like when you get caught on the chopper cam you are not escaping right. <laughs> get out of the way <laughs> Now, see, that's gutsy right there. Right. Just like slam on the brakes. and act First of all, if a semi-truck actually rear-ends you, first of all, oh, it's, yeah. not just gonna, it's not going to be a slight bump. Right. Like, it will, your car will literally be fucked up. That was perfect. Now, that's just perfect timing. Come on. Right. <laughs> hey, go ahead and sell it. Go ahead and That's sell it right now. New Yorker. Right? <laughs> you friggin' psycho. <laughs> the look that he had when he saw him coming out of the flames. <laughs> he survives this. Right? Let's see, come on. Maserati, I know Maseratis do not have that great of a safety it's of safety features for crap's sakes. Right. Shit. You know, how, if you're not terrified at that site, I don't know what to tell you. That was a brilliant shot, by the way. Yeah. That was, I think, one of the best shots of the movie because of what it represented. Wallpaper wordy. Mm-hmm. Also, real quickly, I just noticed he's wearing emo boots. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's wearing those military-grade emo boots. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all the boots that he could have worn, he wears the emo boots. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Good cop, bad shit, bat shit cop. That was that was actually my favorite line. <laughs> So I think one of the worst penguins that actually I'm not going to lie that ever got played was Danny DeVito in Batman Returns. Um, Cause uh, I don't think, I don't think you've ever seen that one either. Have you? No, not that one either. Yeah. So, I, so those two movies I think are older than me. I think that's what it is. And I just never got around to them. So I might, I know they're on here. So I just have to get around to them at some point. Yeah, I mean, I will say this. Look, Tim Burton did a really good job. But, you know, Michael Keaton was a good Batman, but um, like when I like when I watched uh, like when I watched Batman Returns, <laughs> they did a meme. They did a meme when Penguin says, "Oh come on!" They did a meme. I saw that at one point. <laughs> Dude, any day anything can be a meme. So yeah, like I was telling you, K Hart, um, for yeah. your mic, for your for your blue yeti, go to go to uh, definitely go to Best Buy and talk to them because they they have of course all the best tools uh, to figure out what's going on. It might actually even be a wire. It might actually be the wire that connects to your to the microphone that you have to uh, plug into the USB port. Right, right. You never know. I'll check it out. I'll hmm. check it out. Again, this is such a great um, movie when it comes to him being the detective. Right. They really did do a good job when it came to the riddles, though, in this uh, yeah. in this movie, because normally when whenever I watched whenever like a riddle came up for the Riddler, it was so easy to figure out. Like right. it, they're, they're like, I want to say the riddles that uh, that the Riddler had both in the animated series and with Jim Carrey's Riddler, it was they're, they're they were like kindergartner, very easy riddles to figure out. 
<laughs> They're just leaving them there. Right. Bye. <laughs> and he's waddling, by the way. He wad right. he's doing the penguin waddle. <laughs> and then he waddled away, waddle waddle. <laughs> I think that's just the best part. I think that was the best part of the podcast right now. <laughs> I can't honestly tell you though of how happy I am to actually be back in a state with four with uh four seasons. I just got back from Florida. Yeah. How was it? It was good. I had fun. Okay. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. That music was so unnecessary. Uh, right. I mean, that's just... That's oh, this just is not ridiculous. that kind of film. So mm -mm. unnecessary. <sighs> Definitely, there, there's, there's moments for and moments not for music like that, and that was definitely the moment that it was not necessary. And of course, uh, uh, Thomas Wayne right here, I guess he was running for mayor of Gotham City. I think that's what it was. Yeah. I yeah, he was running for time. mayor of Gotham City. So kind of different of from, of course, Christian Nolan, because um, in Christian Nolan, what Thomas Wayne was a doctor at the at the hospital, I think. Um, what, is, what has been all the adapt? Like, could, can you name a couple of the adaptations from? Uh, the DC universe where like what the occupation of, of Thomas Wayne was? No, because a lot of them don't really cover what he does. Only, you know, moments before his death. Mm -hmm. uh, but he, but he, but he's always been smiling who's had a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, uh, so yeah. again, again, like I said, in, in Batman begins, um, Thomas Wayne, from what I understood, he worked at a hospital. He that that was what exactly what I got from it because he said he works at the hospital in the movie, and then, of course, in this one he was running for mayor. So, to my understanding, Thomas Wayne has always has been a businessman. They never really specified what mm -hmm. in a lot of them. Oh, don't do it, Alfred, please. It said for Batman's eyes only. Oh. It's like, how do you not hear the phone? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no.
Yeah, the, this was the one part in the movie that I like. I was utterly shocked. Right. So wait a minute. So the fire was in a building. Yeah. The fire was in a building, but yet it looked like that that room that he was in. It looked like a house. That was. I think that was a weird camera cut. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. The one thing about this movie that I didn't understand was was definitely the Wayne Manor, because the Wayne Manor was not necessarily described as like a dungeon type of uh, castle type of mansion. It was just. It was always described as just like a normal type of billionaire mansion. But in this one, it, it, it kind of it, you kind of have that type of dungeness type of feel to it. I think um, it, it's drawn differently in a lot of different media. I, mm. I know they use a different building in the other trilogy, um, so I'm not really sure what they were going for here. It doesn't look bad, obviously, but like Mm-mm. I don't know why it's a castle. That's just different. No joke that W for the Wayne Manor. It looks like the Washington National logo almost. <laughs> I noticed that so much. I noticed yeah. that just now. <laughs> and again, here's the detective part. Like, again, this is just, it's so brilliant of how they were able to do that again. Because again, when, when I watched the animated series, he was a detective. Yeah. And of course, in uh, the Batman movies, of course, of like Tim Burton and uh, Val Kilmer, you know, he was he was def- he was also a detective as well. But like you said, the Dark Knight trilogy, there was just no detective part to Batman. No, because it, it was always he said she said, so there was no mm-hmm. need for uh, yeah, no need. So you did watch the animated series, right? Yeah, I watched both of them. Okay. Yeah, I so I I just saw a a quick little uh a quick little screenshot from I think one of the most heartbreaking episodes in the animated Batman series. It was um the baby doll episode mm-hmm. where uh she captured all where baby doll she captured all the her her coworkers and her and everybody in each and at the end she's just like i didn't mean to and it was just like it was really it kind of really got it kind of really got to me whenever i said it whenever i saw it Hmm. (sighs) yeah the baby doll was tough definitely Definitely (laughs) tough since when does batman work in the morning that was the one thing that was the one thing that I thought was hilarious about this was this was the first time you see Batman work in the morning instead of at night. How could So the rest of the costume for for Zoe's uh, Catwoman costume is brilliant. Um but again, like you said the the, the 
we're going back to it again. It's the mask that really just like upsets you. Cause there was no, th- it, it like, it was like they designed every bit of her costume and it was just like, okay, her mask is going to be the one where we just cheap out on. Yeah. <laughs> And another thing about Batman's mask is I love the ears because um, I want to say in the last couple adaptations, those ears have been like really, like really short. I like the really high pointy ear type of Batman, you know, kind of like, like in the Dark Knight. I think in Dark Knight, like the helmet was definitely more. Uh, I'm about to exasperated. That's not the right word. Uh, God, what's the word? I just think more animated. Like I think he, mm. it was supposed to be super long. So it was cool too. It really was, yeah. So the biggest surprise of this movie, I think, was this part right here where Selena says that. Uh, Carmine Falcone is her father and it was it, like when I first heard it I'm just like excuse me <laughs> it's like the first time I ever watched the Star Wars movies and I found out that Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father <laughs> <laughs> probably not as traumatic though <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And I'm trying to figure out, like, I, you know, again, a lot of things about this movie are just perfect. And the script was, I, I want to give real good commenting on the script. They did a good job with the script because um, we were promised a, like a really gritty type of R-rated sort of Batman movie. And we got it. And we got it in a perfect way because, I mean, the the, the interaction with the characters is perfect as well. That's that's another thing that you know that really turns me on about a movie is how do these care how will these characters interact with each other? And yeah. the and and the actors and actresses in this movie, they did a great job. And like I said, Robert Patson, he got so much criticism um for the Twilight series, but people just don't understand that Robert Patson is really a good actor. Yeah. And he had a and he and again he had, and this was his opportunity. This was his big opportunity to show everybody of what a good actor he was, and he nailed it. He fucking yeah. nailed it. He knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you live in a cave? Yes, I do. <laughs> This was definitely a turning point in the movie, just like because, again, the interaction between these two um, really, really good, like really good on screen chemistry. And and it's really difficult. It's honestly very difficult when you watch movies. If you can tell if these actors and actresses have good chemistry together, but you can tell right here that both Zoe and Robert have great chemistry on film. Yeah, they had good on-screen chemistry. 
especially in that last, that whole last scene. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. Wait, the way oh, I forgot. Yeah, that so Arkham was a family, yeah. Arkham was a family. That's Shit, not I completely forgot about that. I forgot about that part. It's been it, it's been a few months since I watched the film, so and I only watched it one time. So, you know, you get I got I gotta give I gotta give a little bit, gotta give me an excuse on that one. <laughs> This is almost a breaking point for 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 Bruce Wayne right here, just to find out about his dad and the and just the the, the horrific past that he possibly has. And once again, that's I mean that's another good thing about this movie is just it almost this is I think this is the one movie where Bruce Wayne gets broken at a point. Right here, yeah. And it, and again, it's it's unbelievable of how. Oh wait, isn't this the friendship that we talked about with uh, Bruce Wayne and uh, Cobblepot? Yeah, a little bit. I think so. <laughs> hey, this guy just beat us up a couple nights ago in a costume. <laughs> I don't think they knew, though. They knew <laughs> no, <where>. no. <laughs> What is it about actors who have long, uh, long hair that just makes you can't, you can't stop staring into their eyes, no matter who they are. <laughs> I guess you could say there's something in the way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, uh, uh, the big key about this movie is, um, it definitely is a mental strain. I want to like a lot of movies don't get to that point. And what I mean by a mental strain is that a lot this movie kind of tests you because of all the different variations of the plot. It thickens when the movie just keeps going and going. Like at the beginning of the movie, it was just kind of like a a slow kind of fast paced type of movie. But then once it gets in towards the middle of the movie, then the plot really starts to thicken and it starts to eat away at you. It's just like, what is going on with this movie? And I love the fact that this movie was able to do this to me because I, again, it, it's almost, it, it was almost like this was a thriller type of Batman movie, you know? Yes, I agree. I agree. I <laughs> agree. 
<laughs> it's a tough scene. It, it really is. Again, the, the, another one of those scenes where it tests you mentally. Yeah, because like, dang, you like, you got to hear this how your daddy was, man. Exactly. Like, like it yeah. just it it really bothered me in this in the movies because I was just I was shocked. And again, that that's that's what makes really good movies. That is what makes good movies is when you can get emotionally attached. Like when the movie's not even over, because I I feel like a, a lot of people they get emotionally attached to a movie, possibly about twenty minutes near the end. But this movie gets you emotionally attached and bonded in during the halfway point, and it's very rare to find a movie like that. Very rare. Man, the, the the look in Patson's eyes, like, again, I, I need to give it to Patson because I feel like he kind of, he should be nominated for an Academy Award for this one. Because he did such a great, he did such a great job, you know, out of, right. playing in the mask and out of the mask. I agree. There's more of that orchestral type of music right there. And it just, it, again, I love that. That's a really nice room, by the way. That is a very nice room. Uh, I need to give credit to the to the set and designers. Oh my! Oh shit! That is Bruce's room. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. I, 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 I completely forgot. I completely forgot about that. Right. Another scene where it where it gets you emotionally and mentally right here. Man, oh man! Again, it's just—it really is hard to watch this because, again, you—you—you you, you feel Bruce's pain. You really, really do. do feel Bruce's pain in this one because he was not—you know—he finally finds out that his father was not the man that he thought he was, and of course, like like he just said, you know, Alfred's been lying to him his whole life about what his father was all about. Made a mistake, yeah. So to everyone who is uh, listening to the podcast, by the way, I you know we appreciate the fact that you have stayed 
this long into the podcast because again it, it's i don't think it's easy to actually listen to a three hour or to a near three hour podcast i mean no it's hard i can only talk for so much <laughs> i mean me and k-hart both we're, we're we're just so into this movie so that's why there's not a lot of talking yeah. um but if people ask you know oh but you know you did a, a three-hour movie with titanic that was easy because there was a lot to talk about in that movie in this movie there there really is not parts to talk about but there is just parts where we need to pause and listen to this because it it, it moves you it moves you and and again like, like i said this scene right here was so powerful because you know you know it, bruce feels betrayed and everything and alfred is just the one who says whatever you've heard about your father is just a complete fucking lie. Yeah. All Alfred got to say is cap because he lived through it all. <laughs> yeah. Like, pretty, no, that's not much. true. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> Never forget, Bruce. I pulled you out of your mother's womb. Right. Oh my god, I just cannot I can't get over the acting. Like Andy Circus in this in this part of the movie was brilliant. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And I feel like this is I feel like this is only like one of the things about this movie that I want to put ahead of the dark night with 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 Heath Ledger and it is is the acting and the because there because mostly for the dark night I want to say the acting goes just to Heath Ledger because because he was he, he if it wasn't for Heath Ledger I don't think the dark night would have became a success that it was I I think that dark night would have been a success either way but if you didn't have Heath Ledger act the way he did as Joker you don't have a worldwide a, a worldwide uh, phenomenon, you know. Hmm. So much emotion. I mean, it's just powerful. Come on, shake his hand. <laughs> Take his hand. Come on. He loves you. And again, real quickly, that look that Robert Patson just gave, it was in that moment that he's like, all right, Riddler, you're fucking done. Wait, if you didn't turn on the bad signal, who did? <laughs> First of all, besides Catwoman, who the hell? Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, okay. I, I completely forgot about that again. 
Because the only two people who, or the only three people who knew about the bat signal was Selena, was Selena, Gordon, and uh, Bruce. Smart move by the girl to actually give her a call and then have her record the entire conversation. Smart move on her part. Oh boy, did, did we lose did we lose K-Hart? I don't know if we lost him or not, but uh, right now it, it says that his mute his mic is uh, muted. Do we have you back, K Hart? I guess not. <laughs> there we go. Now I can hear you, bro. Can you hear me? I, hear I was you. chewing on Eminem. Okay. Oh, you were chew you were chewing on M&Ms? <laughs> I don't want to smack you out here. I was trying to be courteous. My bad. I heard you the whole time, though. <laughs> All right. At least you heard me. <laughs> I'm not trying to smack you out here. I'm trying to be generous. Well, you look know? at this, man. He is so courteous that he doesn't like he doesn't want to be Michelangelo and just like uh, right in the ear with the candy. Yeah, here. Well, I'm still here, though. I just don't want to be. You know, crunching because you know everything's be loud. So I'm just <laughs> I'm still here though. Y'all got me for another thirty. No, not even thirty minutes. Like hour and five. Yep, still- we got it. We got one more hour to go on this movie, yep. or or excuse me, fifty eight minutes actually. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Jesus Christ. That's unbelievable. That like again, the corruption is real. Oh, it's widespread. Yeah, I mean it's I mean it's it, it spreads like locusts, man. So by the way, I wanted to go ahead and point out that uh, uh the Joker scene, by the way, was uh he was he was of course uh credited as an unseen Arkham prisoner, but everybody fucking knows that it was the Joker, of course. Right. Um Barry Ke- uh Kaogan, I think that's a uh yeah, Kaogan uh played him. I'm looking at him right now. Um oh he he played in Dirk Dirk uh Dunkirk. Holy shit, yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I have never seen Dunkirk, by the way. I need to watch it because uh, people have said it's an absolutely brilliant film. 
<laughs> That's one way to escape. <laughs> she calls it out. Yeah, she really is. <laughs> And by the way, speaking of Dunkirk, um, uh, Christopher Nolan was the director. Bring the rat into the light. Love it. That was a dope. That was actually really cool to see that one. You know, Jackie Chan would have actually done that stunt. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Jackie would have been like, you guys are pussies. Let me do it. (laughs) Nice pink hair, by the way. (laughs) Kind of gives you the Rihanna feels. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, let me save you the asshole this time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's like, I've already kicked your ass once. I don't want to embarrass you for another time. Right. My thing is, how do you not know that's your own damn daughter? That's crazy. Well, he knew. Or wait, or did he? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Okay, yeah. I don't want to give it away too early, but yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I, I'm kind of curious about that. Like, how the hell do you not know it's your daughter? See. <laughs> Just a look in her face right there. It was just pure hatred. Yeah. Now I'm trying to figure out did did Catwoman did Selena send that one or did the Riddler send that one? I think the Riddler did because okay. remember the Riddler had his own version too already. Yeah. Dude, I swear to God, Zoe is just rocking that outfit. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good line. Hey, Dad. <laughs> hey, Papa. <laughs> I 
And she and she missed. Like, how do you miss? I don't know how you miss a point blank shot. Like Jesus that. Christ! You have to be one bad shot. <laughs> that really is Batman right there like op- like the elevator opening and there's just no one in there <laughs> first of all like I- I've never seen an elevator door stay open that long before no <laughs> this was a good commercial when that movie was still coming oh, out. That really was like I was wondering about that. Yeah. First of all, I'm also wondering what kind of bulletproof vest he's wearing because Yeah. Like first of all, I've heard I've heard the rumors. Like if you're shot by a bullet like in the bulletproof vest, it hurts. Right. No, it does hurt. That's child abuse right there. You're hitting your own daughter. <laughs> uh, ouch. <laughs> Damn, that that really hurt. That's just cold right there. Yeah. <laughs> Using the talons, I swear. Got to. I say, is it just me or are men just scared of women who have long fingernails like that? Because they are they don't want to deal with that. <laughs> I will say this. I I actually know from experience. I I'll I'll just I'll just put it at that. Another thing that I'm actually really impressed with by Selena is she did not break one nail. No. <laughs> First of all, I love how he's escorting him out and no and everybody's just like paying attention. <laughs> and the whole place is out there. Right. <laughs> First of all, at that point, when the entire fucking police department is in one place in one in the in the city, like everyone, every bit of every criminal is just like. 
It's a smorgasbord. Yeah. By the way, you you're not going to guess you're not going to guess what I just did right now. So what, what I did What did you just do? So I caught up to you and we are apps and we are synced perfectly on the movie. Hey. First of all, that takes some talent. That does. You got you got to give me some credit because what I did was I was listening very closely to your end and I I played I played I pushed the play button at exactly the perfect time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Flashback. No, no flashback. Thank God. Really? What gave you that impression, Sherlock? <laughs> I still can't believe it that when I press play that we are right as of right now for the rest of the movie, the audio from both ends are synced up at like it, it it's completely perfect. Yes. So, by the way, for everybody wondering, um, here in a couple weeks, we are going to be, uh, so K-Hart and I are going to be, so we're going to have another week where we do uh, two straight podcasts, but what we're going to do is I'm going to work with, so me and Richie will do a goofy movie one week, and of course, my guy K-Hart here, he wants to do a Disney movie. And if you listen to the last podcast, he wants to do an extremely goofy movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, the facial expressions that Robert Patson does uh, are perfect. I mean, you don't have. I mean, he's Batman. You don't have to smile. Like that's already. I have, so uh, Batman never smiles. Right yeah. So only when he's being sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Or sassy, but otherwise, no, he doesn't smile. And there he is. Dude, okay, that's another fucking cliche that I have a that I kind of have an issue with. Really, that is just the that's such a cliche that the that the villain gets captured in a diner. I, I wouldn't say it's a cliche as much as it's they wanted to get caught. I think it's one of those. Do you th- well, uh, do you really? Think I wouldn't call it a cliche. I, I don't. I, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Now that it? now that I'm seeing it right here, yeah, he he he, he was intending get on getting caught. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
And that was the crime. You don't order pumpkin pie in a diner. You order cherry. Uh, actually, you order apple. Oh, shit. Okay, now I need to go to jail. You're absolutely well, you, fucking right. done here. Get out of here. Jesus. Oh, my God. Pie? Okay, I think I need to be the one that needs to get a what? fucking arrested because ordering cherry pie in a diner instead of apple? What? Jeez, how un-American can I get? Ah. Communist over here. Oh, <laughs> <Cherry> <laughs> pie. What? communist. <laughs> yeah. So cherry pie is the is the communist cake is the communist pie. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I ain't never heard somebody say cherry pie. I ain't never. Heard... Nah, so does that so does that mean that does that mean that pumpkin pie is the socialist uh, pie? <laughs> Most likely. For being honest. Uh, <laughs> for everybody who's listening i like that's just i think that was just the funniest part in this entire podcast right there is we got into a political t- conversation over pie just, what <laughs> <laughs> renewal hmm <clears throat> so I'm, I'm not gonna lie i'm glad we did this movie at three o'clock because there's a big seattle game today um yeah. at seven o'clock if you don't know that's what i thought yeah the, uh, is the it Con- the Sounders, right yeah the Concacaf, the Concacaf championship game yeah so i was like let me I remember seeing you tweet about how they made it. The fi- is it the finals or is it? Yeah, and it's and here's the thing. So uh, I don't know. Do, do you know a lot about soccer, by the way? No, I don't. Okay, so in soccer they do round by round and they do two rounds, and there's a thing called aggregate. So what it is is that the goals are tallied up, and whoever has the most goals at the end of the round is going to be the winner. But in the first round that they played down in Mexico, they tied up. So it all count. It it really does all. It comes down to that, to today's game. And if the if the Sounders win, they're going to be able to go to the, what they call the FIFA Club World Cup, in which they'll be able to actually compete against like European uh, teams. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, let me try and get this one out early. So, so again, what it will do is that if the Sounders win, it would be a huge monumental step for American soccer, like for Major League Soccer, because everybody makes fun of the MLS for being a joke. I don't think it's taken seriously in America. I think that's the problem. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> of course. Uh All right, bro, stick your hand in there. Man, just make sure you got your rabies shot. Is that a real bat, by the way? Yeah, that is a real bat. I wouldn't I don't see why you fake a bat. I don't, I don't see why. At first it looked like a CGI bat to me almost. Actually, a little impressed that they used a real one. Yep, there's that carpet scraper. 
God, the cards that he uses. Jesus Christ. I mean, K-Hart's been getting the jokes of the podcast for like the last couple ones. Oh, man. Mm. (laughs) This dude's talking about this dude's going online talking about this shit. Of course. I think it's funny how the cops don't see it. Yeah, bro, just look up. It's clearly him. Okay, I don't understand that collar. Like, he can easily put that over his head. And he doesn't have powers. Exactly. What the fuck? Like, seriously, what was the point of that collar around his neck? So typically, excuse me, typically Arkham prisoners do have collars on, but I'm not sure why it's so big. Mm-hmm. It creeps me out of just like how well like a lot of these actors can play homicidal murderers like this. Because you because you never expect because you don't know how these actors will play the roles, but it it creeps you out when they play when they just play the part so well. Because um, I went back and watched Joker with uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. and he did a, he did a really good job. He did a really I, good job. I have no interest in watching this Joker. I mean, it's I mean, it was all right, but it 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 just really wasn't. It wasn't a great movie. It, it I don't understand the hype behind it because I don't feel I don't feel like it was just. I I just don't feel like it was a great movie. So that's who the last target is, is, is just Bruce Wayne. Yeah. 
once again, this is another part of the movie where uh, earlier we explained of how, like, like of how emotionally and mentally you get into this movie, and it in this in this scene it really does get to you like both mentally and emotion emotionally. And I love how he's trying to get into Batman's head and and he's and Bruce is just not allowing him at this point. Boy, he's stone he's stonewalling him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We as soon as he said we, that's when he that's when Batman really got it. My God, this really is such a powerful, powerful scene. I want to kind of compare this to the interrogation scene in The Dark Knight, but I just, I don't feel you like can't. that's great. No, that's what I was about to say. I, I just feel like I cannot compare it to because nothing can compare to that scene. But, it, but at the same time, I want to compare it because I feel like that's exactly what this part is to this movie. Yeah, well, it's so it, they are the equivalent of one another, but like this one just doesn't hit home as good as um, the Dark Knight does. Oh no, one hundred percent. And the and the glass wall. There was no glass. No, <laughs> that's it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and now bat now he's getting into his head. <laughs> that was the moment where Batman won. Yeah. <laughs> It was. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was all there. Oh, you're really not as smart as I thought you were. Wow, what a dick. <laughs> right? That was that was kind of a dick move right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And see, you had the victory, but now you just gave it back to him. Oh, 
See, Batman won it, then he just got it. The Riddler just got it, got it back. That was seriously creepy when he was singing that. Like, for one thing, he can't sing. <laughs> Oh, this is weird. I just had something pop up on Wikipedia. I don't know what I don't know what the hell I clicked on, but um, apparently there was a movie back in 2014 called Boyhood. I don't know if you ever heard of it. No, I haven't. So apparently, um, the movie took uh, 11 years to make because the actor in the movie, what they did was they actually shown him. It was. So it took 12 years to make because they showed him actually growing up. Now tell me that's tell me that's not a difficult movie to finish. Good lord. Having a, like having a film for 12 years? Mm. Jeez Louise. Why? I don't know. I mean, I guess they didn't want to wait for like other actors to to basically do the part, I guess. They took hey man, I don't think that you should be touching that. I don't think Batman cares what you th- what you think. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That that's why it was a it played a role. Wow. It's amazing of how the the uh oh god. <laughs> Why do you care? Whoa, wait a minute. How far back are you? What, what you the hell? Well, what do you mean? Dude, I've I've already seen that part. I'm like uh about almost a minute oh. ahead of you. What happened to where we're on the same scene? I don't know. Look at you. Okay, it's all good. I know I know you're on Reddit watching the video. Well, hold on, keep playing, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna get uh, caught up with you. And then it's like a total dweeb in the videos. That's right. There we go. Now we're caught up. Now we're caught yeah. up. Okay, I'm like, wait a minute. I w- I was wondering what the hell is going on because I was. Yeah. <laughs> that fellow 
See, we're sort of synced up right now, but we're not like right. like completely. It doesn't matter. But that was weird. Yeah. It's a winter combat mask. I actually saw it right. I saw that com comment right there. They have them at the Gotham Army surplus. Oh God! <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're too late. Yeah. First of all, how do you flood an entire city like us? I don't think I don't honestly think it's completely possible to flood an entire city like that. If it's near a body of water, it is. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, fair enough. I mean, it, I like, mean, it is. Like you couldn't flood downtown LA because there's not enough water nearby. Yeah. But like you could flood Santa Monica. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're cheering for. Wait a minute. She won ninety-eight percent to two. Well, what she won by default, technically. Oh, okay, okay. He, died, I he dies. I'm like, who are you gonna vote for? <laughs> yeah. And also, I'm starting to think, how bad of a candidate can you be to only get two percent of the votes? Yeah. Like I said, it's so disturbing that the fact that there are people, because I feel like this could really happen. I feel like there there are crazy people like this. Who could start something like this and then other people could, um, what is it like, support them and then follow through? That, that's one of the scariest things that I, that I thought about about this movie. Oh my God. The way he talks is actually really good. Like, I, I will give him that. <laughs> there, that was classic Batman right there. Yeah, that classic, yeah. Gotham Square Garden, really? You're you're ripping yeah. off Madison Square Garden. Yeah. <sighs> Couldn't get a better name. We're only 20 minutes away from the ending, by the way. Yep. I, I still can't believe it's actually like we've actually done a movie like this. I never thought that we would do a movie that was almost three hours long, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Jesus Christ, where the f good Lord? And people, geez, 
and and people wonder why there's mass murders around because people can easily get guns and ammo for God's sakes. That's a lot of ammo. I'm serious, Jesus. I mean, it's like. You know, I I always get uncomfortable when people talk about guns. I'm like, bro, what are you buying all these assault rifles for? Who are you fighting? (laughs) Like, what you like? What you need thirteen pistols for? Who are you shooting at? (laughs) Well, I mean, I as as an ad. Well, I will say this: I have, uh, I've, I've got a gun myself. Okay, okay, okay. How many? I only have one. See, that's that's normal. But like, what do you need all those guns for? Like, that has always bugged me. It's like, what do you need? You know, five sniper rifles, thirteen pistols, and eight uh, ARs. Who are you fighting? Why do you have a Call of Duty loadout in your house? Explain that to me. That just doesn't make sense. It, it just doesn't make sense. Like you just don't need that. Like even even to collect, you just don't need that. That was a nice. That was a nice entrance right there. Yeah. Well, I will say this though. Um, there are some collectors out there. I know one of my friends, he has, I think, 20, but he doesn't shoot them. He, he doesn't shoot them. What he does is he just collects them. And looks because, at them. Okay. Yeah, because I guess that's okay, I guess, but you know. Still mm. makes it weird. Still it's still weird to me. Like I just that, but that's my opinion. So I'm just it's still weird. No, no, no. I mean you're like, fine with it. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not gonna judge like, you for your opinion. Yeah, I'm just like, what you need all these guns for? Like, who are you fighting? Like, that's the main thing I think about. It's like, well, think about this real quickly. Think about this. If we were invaded by like Russia or China, it's kind of good that we have those guns, those gun nuts, because they actually have the needs to help us (laughs) in some ways. I'll say that in some ways. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Oh Lord! Wow! <laughs> made him shoot them all. Made him shoot themselves. But again, I'm just wondering, like, what kind of body armor he has to prevent him from actually getting shot. Because again, because uh, again, uh, bulletproof vest can only take so many shots before. I think he. Well, I think he's using different ones each time. Mm. But what I'm saying is, you can only get you can get shot so many times with a bulletproof vest before the vest actually gives out. Right. Right. Bro, how are you missing? He's right there. See, that's what that's what's killing me about this. Is like seriously, you're missing that. Oh, good lord. Uh oh. No, you want that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's brilliant. Let's fire into the let's fire into the air where we can't see. So, uh, getting back to what you were saying about, like, oh, good lord, an elephant gun. Why? I, I get why. Jesus, like, seriously? Beyond the zoo, where are elephants going to be at? Why? The safari. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, that will that will be the one. That's the one shot that will actually. Oh, that's that hillbilly type of shotgun right there. <laughs> Oh, 
But uh, getting back That's to what you were saying. Elmer Fudd had that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the one that Elmer I had to get that off. <laughs> so getting back to what – oh, yeah, there's no armor there. No. But uh, getting back to what I was saying, um, I got another friend who uh, who also collects, like, uh, really old uh, guns and rifles. Yeah. And he actually has uh, two very well-put-together uh, Vietnam – vietnam war m16s and he and he actually goes he goes out and shoots them like like as just as a hobby like he goes to the shooting range (laughs) yeah i would i would suggest i would i would believe that he would be out of breath after taking that round right to the chest Like I said, I, I I truly believe that Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne have the best chemistry ever. Oh, come on. That just ruined the moment. Like I said, there's only so much that you can do with uh, with the body armor. But that yeah. elephant, but that shotgun that he took to the chest, that will just fuck you up. Right. Oh, the adren- Dude, the adrenaline's just getting to him. <laughs> He's like, back off, back the fuck off. Bombing on him, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that really is a winter. Hang on a second. Let me look that up. Let me look up Army Winter Mask. I want to see if that is actually true. <laughs> I just looked it up and I found them. <laughs> wait, wait, what'd you find? The Army Winter Masks. Oh. <laughs> the fuck's he got tape on his head for? <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. Wasn't that the guy from the funeral? I think so. Yeah, it was. That was him. Holy shit. He knows, I think. I don't care what you say. That's some Titanic feels right there. I'm sorry. That's sinking. That 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 water's oh, coming in. You're sinking. Getting on my nerves with this Titanic. <laughs> oh man, you are killing me. <laughs> you are really killing me. Making the ultimate. ultimate. Oh my god! I forgot about that. That he could take his logo off. 
dramatic. I can hear you in the background. I can barely hear you. <laughs> that right there i when i when i first saw that on the uh on the trailer the i was wondering what the flare was all about uh, what did you think what did you think it was when you saw the commercial i don't know i i i really had no clue i was i was honestly uh -oh. curious and i'm just like is this like is he trying to is he doing some like indiana jones type of archaeological shit <laughs> so i think this establishes him for the city like during the recovery stage this shows this shows yeah you're absolutely right this is exactly what it shows is everybody was portraying him as this vigilante type of criminal and at this point right now, they don't see that. They see them, they see him trying to save them, and now they're portraying him as the hero. By the way, could you imagine of how dirty that water is, by the way? Because oh, man. Because you need to think about this. When it floods, the sewers overflood. Right. But I mean, at that point, you have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the leader. Right. <laughs> oh, and here it is again. Hard to think all that took place over the span of five days. Because the movie started in Halloween. Yeah, it did, and you're absolutely right. The, the in just the span of five days, I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So, from what I read, uh, when this uh, movie got released, um, the song uh, "Something in the Way" got over uh, 100 million downloads on iTunes. Shit, I ain't paying for a song that's what 10 years old, 10, 20 years old. <laughs> you got me misunderstood, baby. <laughs> yeah. Because if you remember, I remember how iTunes it used to be you had to pay 99 cents for a song. Yeah, now this shit is 149. I fuck that. No, you can pay. You can pay for monthly for Apple Music, and, it, and you don't have to pay for the. For the oh songs, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like I don't. I don't even do that shit. I just use Spotify. <laughs> I use Spotify. At least you're not using LimeWire. <laughs> yeah, I like. I like my laptop how it is. <laughs> we as a society have moved past the need LimeWire. So. Dude, I remember LimeWire, man. Dude, my 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 laptop got one hell of a virus. Mm -hmm. 
Like I said, I cannot wait for this sequel. It's gonna. It, I feel like the, I feel like the sequel has got to top this. No, I think it will. I I don't think we're gonna get the slow pace uh, the second time around. But the question is, is that who is like, is the Joker going to be the villain, or are they gonna bring in a new villain to be so the main? Villain? Actually, if I have to be honest, I believe Poison Ivy. Right? Hmm? Uh, so Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, and there's one other person I'm thinking, I- I'm forgetting. Um, damn, there's one other person. Anyway, I believe that those two that I mentioned, I believe they're overdue for another movie appearance. Yeah, because if you remember, the, the Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, Batman, with George Clooney in it was one of the worst Batman movies of all time. Right and and you know art has, art design has come so long so far since that since that movie was made so like I think they're due for a retry. I think so. Maybe too. not together, but like I just think they're overdue for it. So, yeah, um, but yeah, because like because so I think if we get Joker right away, I think we'll be oversaturated because remember we have mm-hmm. we had Joker in 08. We've had, uh, you know, Suicide Squad. Uh, I forget what year that movie came out. Was it 2017, 18? We, I, we think had two, I think 2016. 2016. There we go. And then we just had Joker. So we're all, so like we're already going to be oversaturated with yet another Joker uh, main plot. So like I think give it give it like Batman three. Like, okay, I can I can tell to- I can totally see that. And of course, it, it was just that it was just a couple seconds ago where you saw that unknown prisoner right. just smile. You knew it was the Joker. Oh yeah, exactly. Like I'm okay with him already existing in the universe. That's not a problem. But like, we just don't need another Joker plot immediately. Mm-hmm. Because Joker feels like the main event. So like, you wouldn't you wouldn't start the next movie with your main event. Just like how yeah. this movie didn't start with Joker. It's the same. Just keep just keep that logic. It's the same. And it'll work just fine. So. No, that's not his style. Yeah. <laughs> I like how she's only bringing one cat. <laughs> I mean, you can't take the whole litter. No, you really can't. That kitty must have been her favorite one then. So, by the way, you know what uh, album that uh, that Nirvana song was off of, right? It was the one with the baby. No, I'm not familiar with the Nirvana. Yeah, you're, it was you're the right. One with the baby. Yeah. yeah, it was. Um, uh, it was called Nevermind. It was actually their second studio. Uh, their their second uh, release from it. See, I go with her. No problem. Fuck this city. <laughs> you kidding me? Mm-hmm. 
But she'll be back, though. She always comes back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I said, like I, I, I still stand by my statement, and I will always argue this with uh, Batman fans. Is you know, I truly believe that Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle are the perfect like power couple, like because. From what from what we from what a lot of people uh, get to understand from like the the animated series, her and like Catwoman and uh, Batman, they kind of have this like on and off type of relationship because, you know, she's really attracted to him, and then of course, uh, Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne, they're all they're both intertwined with each other. They have such a good chemistry together. Nice wind chime. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's outside. Yeah, that goes on every, every, every once in a while. I'm, uh, or was that the or was that the ring? No, that was, no, that was the wind chime. I'm at my aunt's house. Like the wind chime. If it gets oh, windy, I see. It, it'll go off every once in a while. It's been good, <laughs> thankfully, for most of the show. So can't complain too much. I mean, and the movie's literally over, so it's fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so can't. And this is where they part ways. Yeah. And you know he doesn't want her to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all, I cannot stare into a... a, a I can't I can't look into a passenger mirror that long without looking forward, but I guess when you have an empty road it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. And there it is again. Okay. Well, <laughs> right at the now. end. Right at the end. <laughs> right at the end. Okay. All right. All right, everybody, we'll that is and that's <laughs> there's the <laughs> all right well that's my cue y'all i'm gonna let you take it from there <laughs> are you really gonna let me take it from there yeah i mean my aunt's call i think she needs help outside. okay so, well um first of all before you get out of here what's your review on this real quick uh loved it nine out of, actually yeah 9.5 out of 10 you know it's only the second best live action film so can't complain there you go. All right, man. I'll let you get going, brother. All right. Take care, guys. Y'all be good. Yep. I'll see you next see Thursday. Next. See you next Thursday. So there you go. Uh, K Hart gives his review uh, 9.5 out of 10. And I'm going to go ahead and give the, and I'm going to go ahead and agree with him. And I'm going to stick with it. It's going to be 9.3 for me. Um, this movie was absolutely brilliant. Again, the only problem with this movie that we have, uh, just the wrong uh, super villain, you know. We weren't really the best uh, or the greatest uh, Riddler fans in the world, but that is going to do it. That is the Batman. We appreciate you guys listening to this podcast and be sure to tune in tomorrow for a new episode of BS commentaries where me and uh, my friend Elisa will commentate 
Tim Burton's Batman. So, so long, everybody.